Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is on the air. Never send to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum is a call to arms for those American patriots who, in the tradition of our founding fathers, will stand up now to defend the Constitution and the liberties that it guarantees to each citizen, to each of us. That is our mission, to explain in a clear and concise manner the direct effect of each issue on the individual, on you personally not some anonymous being in a distant place, and to define in no uncertain terms the consequences of inaction. Let the battle begin. So we are not even as warm now as then. You remember the first Earth Day. I'm sure you do. I do. And what was the prediction? Uh, Ice Age. Yeah. <laughs> So that by the year 2000s, that wasn't it that something like 80% of the species on Earth would be dead? There were lots of devastation planned, yeah, then, predicted. And didn't they predict it was going to decrease the temperature of Earth by 11 degrees? Yeah, something like that. Wow. It's amazing. They can't make up their mind. Well, that didn't work out, did it? No, it didn't. So what happened? Proven wrong. Right. It was proven wrong by actual facts. By facts. Right. So what did they do? They had to switch to a they new... They had to went the other direction. I know. <laughs> Funny how that happens in the church of climate change. It is a church. It's a religion. It's a cult. Right. Why don't you expand on that? Um, well, I have been vilified in a number of situations. Um, one recently, I went to city of Atlanta, has a clean energy plant, and... They had community meetings. I went to that meeting, and the speaker gave a presentation on, um, you know, how the plan was going to work, and they touched on some of the climate change issues to explain why they were developing this plan and implementing the plan. And it was a room of maybe 200 people, and I questioned the speaker on a number of things that were ridiculously wrong from a scientific standpoint, and, and I was booed by the whole room and yelled at and asked to leave. And even when, even when I, I said, you know, that I'm a geologist and I, I have some factual background and knowledge, you know, in these areas and, and that the speaker was incorrect, it didn't matter. They, they, really, they were really mean and ugly. I did not leave, though, by the way. Um, but another issue around the clean, this clean energy plan, which is, is mystifying is that city of Atlanta decided to only address non-point source energy sources in this green energy in the clean energy plan. By that I mean they're only looking at electricity. So they're only addressing electricity that has developed miles from Atlanta, right? So it doesn't contribute anything to the air atmosphere in the city of Atlanta. What does impact the immediate air and city of Atlanta, transportation, cars, the one of the largest international airports in the world, transportation, air travel, those are 
clearly exempt from this plan, not addressed. Well, it's no different than having the Kyoto Accords exempting China and India. Exactly. It's incredible how they can convince themselves that this makes sense because it's almost insanity. Almost? It is insanity. Thank you. That, that meeting was insanity. So you were booed. I was booed. Um, it reminds me of that era of the know-nothings where knowledge was evil. <laughs> <laughs> this, whole, this whole thing is based upon uh, deny, denying facts. Denying facts. Facts don't matter anymore. It's emotion. I'm it's sure emotion and fear-mongering. It's easy to scare people. And that's what Al Gore has done. He started out by scaring people. You know, what's really interesting psychologically is that when I first heard the message from Al Gore and some of the things about the polar bear and the glaciers going away, et cetera, et cetera, it scared me. It literally scared me. And I sat down and I thought, wait a minute, you know better than this. And then I looked up the facts and I understood the issues and I understand them now. But it literally scared me for a split second. So I understand how it completely terrifies people that don't have the scientific knowledge and understanding. So, and again, I'm, we're speaking with Anna Tillman, a geologist with many years' experience. I shouldn't say that. With, <laughs> with significant experience in the petroleum geology uh, area we've had a great discussion about the history of earth but what we're really what we're really confronted with here now is a political agenda that is using climate change uh, to remove our freedoms is really what it's come down to massive transfer of wealth massive transfer of wealth but really what we're talking about not only that is the loss of individual freedom um, freedom of the individual is really, uh, to me, that's probably the most important concept in America. I agree. That's what we're founded on. Exactly right. And if you read the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, you understand that the Constitution is kind of like the operating manual for the government. But the Bill of Rights, that is... That's the, it. That's it. Everything is there. That's, the, that's what defines the relationship of the individual person, his, the individual freedom of the individual, the sovereign individual, the relationship between the sovereign individual and the government. And that's what's under attack. It is under attack. Absolutely. And, you know, the words I've heard recently are universalism, which is frightening because that's exactly the opposite of what you're talking about. Individual freedom versus universalism. Right. Collectivism. Is Collectivism. It? But it's a new term they're throwing out. Well, the left is very, very good at taking terms and making them mean different things. Right. So one gets attacked. One term gets attacked. So they slip off to a different term. And, and they also take terms like sustainability. Now, there's a good term. It sounds great. Right. Sustainability sounds great. Well, they've co-opted that now. So sustainability, when they say it, they're not meaning what you and I mean mm -mm. by sustainability. 
Because sustainability is a good thing. It means using resources in the best way possible for the environment, for people. And that's not what they mean. Exactly right. They mean it to take away your ability to choose. Uh, One of the things that's kind of interesting in this whole battle is the want versus need kind of issue. If you're free, whatever you want is what you can have as long as you can legally obtain it. Right. When you get into a situation where the government defines the need of the individual, you are a slave to the government. Yes, you are. That's very bad. Right. I know you've read 1984 by George Orwell. I did. We're already there, aren't we? We've been there. Yes, we're there getting worse. And, of course, our civil war has already, our, our generation's civil war has already started. What is happening in this country today is the same thing that happened between 1828 and 1860 in this country. We are divided, and one large section of the country denies the result of the last presidential election. Yes. And so we have a civil war. Uh, How far it'll go, I don't know. But this comes back to one of the main battles is climate change. It is, and they throw Trump in that mix all the time. Exactly right. And, you know, I will say one of the proudest days of my life was when Trump withdrew us from the Paris Agreement. I, I knew he wanted to do it, but I wasn't sure it would happen because it was such a huge huge deal and he certainly has suffered from it my guest on freedom forum radio is anna tillman what did that mean to you as a geologist and as someone who understands climate change what 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 did that signify in me taking a stance for the truth taking a stance for the truth I mean, we know this, this climate change as, as a real scientist and knowing the facts, that Paris Agreement was, was absolutely insane and it wasn't truthful and very meaningless. And so I, I always, I mean, I felt powerless. You know, I, as an individual, couldn't do anything about the Paris Agreement, but people would go and they'd have these meetings annually and People would spend thousands of dollars getting there, burn up tons of fossil fuels getting there, all this hypocritical garbage for nothing. And I always felt like, you know, I couldn't do anything personally, and I just felt a little helpless about that topic and that issue. And then somebody came along and did it. Felt good. I can see a big thumbs up. (laughs) Absolutely. So let's talk about how this has affected you personally in your life. Oh, personally? Well, again, you know, the one example of being booed, that felt pretty bad, even though, you know, not that big a deal, but it was a little bit shocking. Um, I have a lot of liberal friends who I can't even talk to about this issue, and they talk about their side all the time, like summer was really hot, you know, every time you'd see somebody, oh, climate change, oh, obviously climate change. 
oh, people that don't believe climate change, they believe it now. You know, I'm like, again, back to the molten lava earth beginning, it's been hotter. Um, so, so that's a little hard personally. Um, another thing is, uh, I actually have, it's a son. I have an 18-year-old son who is in high school now. And last year, he took an environmental science class, and I literally had to re-educate him every day when he got home from school. It was amazing. that I mean, there's all this garbage that I hear all the time that I know is not true, and they were teaching it in class, and he was the only one that didn't believe what the teacher was saying. He didn't feel free to speak up, um, but at least I was able to re-educate him, and he understands None of the other kids do. It's very scary. So that brings up the obvious question, is that we have at least one or two generations of children who have been fed garbage. Brainwashed. They've been brainwashed. How do we deal with that? That's, that's an excellent question. Um, I don't know, and I've been struggling with that because we need to do something. We need to advocate somehow to the, I mean, it's starting with the legislature or something, um, to at least expose the kids and during their education to, you know, to all ideas, not just the alarmist ideas. Well, you see that, that what, we're, what is happening is an obvious attack on the First Amendment. Yes. And... Uh, that means that on college campuses, you don't stand a chance of being able to speak if you don't agree with the prevailing attitudes and ideas. And what's really uh, upsets me mostly is that the children, young children, uh, are... You mentioned you were afraid when you heard what Al Gore said originally. It did scare you. Mm-hmm. Well, they are taking... Literally. Ruthlessly putting fear into the hearts and the minds of young children. Daily. Daily. Uh, I remember seeing that, that girl from wherever, from Scandinavia come. I mean, that was a horrendous display of someone who's, who's been abused. I, I yeah, she was child, abused. That's yes. called child abuse to me. Uh, crying that we have stolen her childhood. And she believes that. Right. She believes that it it was it was sickening. Sixteen, she's sixteen, and they used her for their agenda. So I'm looking to you for answers, Anna. Tell me. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with some. You know, I've thought about Turning Point USA. You know, they go to colleges and discuss um, issues. Maybe you know, mostly like conservatism and and other things. But actually, I've tried to reach out to them. Um, about maybe having someone, you know, they have these little teams of people that go to the campuses. So it's hard for them to get on campus. They spend a lot of energy doing that, but they're going. And the kids are listening. People are listening. So maybe having someone that also talks about the climate change, First Amendment issue. Well, I think they probably talk about the First Amendment issue, the freedom of speech, because they get shut down all the time. So I think they are talking to the kids about that. But maybe having someone also talking about the climate science issue and that brainwashing that's happening. Uh, that's one idea, but to get to the, it, it's massive. It's a massive problem. And, you know, again, back to that example of me sitting in that room with, you know, Atlanta residents, they all 
none of them would listen to me. You know, when, when people are, you know, it's like a religion, it's like a cult. So because it's a religion and a cult, facts don't matter. It, they really don't matter. I can't fight them emotionally. You know, I can't say, well, carbon dioxide's been higher. Wow, that's not very emotional. <laughs> you know, that doesn't get them. But the world is dying and it well, is going to, you know, be destroyed soon. That gets their attention. And it keeps their attention. How do we take our kind of boring little facts and get their attention? That really is the challenge. And uh, I really don't know the answer to that. But it is the challenge because so much is really hanging on it in terms of the future. You know, throughout the course of history, people who want to take control of Earth, want to be the rulers of Earth, they have always been able to find groups of people who are, they can use to get control. Communism? Communism, a good example. Stalin uh, used all those people to get into power. And you know what he called them. He called them useful idiots. And after he became into power, what did he do to them? He killed, killed them, them all. Killed every single one of them. Uh, all those millions and millions, millions. Of, millions of people. It is truly, it is frightening to me when you look at history and understand the millions and millions and millions of people who have been slaughtered over the course of the last 100 to 150 years uh, for political agendas. Upwards of 10 million as of more. Over 100 a mil- over 100 million. million. If you look at... Stalin, Stalin you look at Mao. Mao is worse oh, than Oh, that's any true. Of them. China. It's somewhere that no one... We don't know. even know. No, no. It's about at least 80 million, maybe 100 million in China alone. 35, 40, 50, 60 million in Russia. I mean, Hitler, you know, they, what they know is 8 million, let's say. But look at everyone who died in the wars. And uh, it's just a constant cycle. It is, and this is killing us. This is killing us in in many ways. If not outright death, it's killing. Brainwashing kills part of your brain. Well, according to Ted Turner, the ideal Earth's population is 500 million people. (laughs) And he obviously expects to be among the 500 million. Oh, obviously. That's part of that agenda. That's right, and so that means that 6.5 billion of us got to go. <laughs> well, I, I, I vow it's not going to be me, <laughs> so uh, he'll have to deal with me. So what kind of final thoughts do you have about global warming, about climate change, about this whole issue that we've been discussing? I think we need to give a lot of thought, um, and any of the listeners out there, anybody have any ideas on how to motivate people and get through to the educators. Um, It's amazing that we don't have the power to exert or to influence the education system any more than we do. Why can they just teach our children these things that a lot of people don't believe? I mean, there's hundreds of thousands of scientists. You know, climate alarmists say that we're very few in number. Again, not true. Not true at all. There are lots of us, but how do we get the power and influence to actually 
make a change. That's our challenge. That's the big challenge. Thank you, Anna Tillman. Thank you. A wonderful discussion of geology, climate change, and hopefully we'll find an answer. Hopefully. Thank you for being a guest on Freedom Forum Radio. Thank you for having me. And that concludes another episode of Dr. Dan's Freedom Forum. Join the battle on our website, www.drdansfreedomforum.com. The rights to own private property that cannot be arbitrarily confiscated by the government is the moral right and constitutional basis for individual freedom. Yeah, when I play the hoochie-coochie man, I get joy in everything. Everything, everything. Everything gonna be all right this morning. Whee!